Hi everyone and welcome back to the Spectrum Reality. In my last episode, I talked about early intervention and the amazing impact it had in helping ASD children and their development. With early intervention behind us, we faced a new chapter in Amelia's learning and development, starting school which can be a very anxious and overwhelming time to go through, especially when trying to find the right school that accommodates children with disabilities and learning difficulties. In this episode, I will talk about my journey of selecting the right school for Amelia and the options that are out there. Options such as state school, private schools, independent schools, special schools and homeschooling. So let's get started. Starting school is a significant stepping stone in a child's life. It can create a variety of mixed emotions such as excitement, fear and even anxiety. At the time of Amelia starting school, she had already delayed a year of prep and was one of the oldest children in her class. Even though she was chronologically the age of six, her developmental age was ranging between four to five years old. I also found a significant change in the way prep was structured from the time my first daughter, Bianca, started to the time Amelia started, which was roughly 10 years apart. The curriculum had changed considerably and the requirements was more advanced, so it felt as if I was a parent starting school for the first time all over again. Starting school was a really anxious time for me. The general feeling amongst most parents with children on the spectrum was starting school was more scary for them than it was for their child. A lot of children at AEIOU were excited about school, whereas the parents were terrified. I remember having so many fears about Amelia starting school. Fears such as how is she going to cope? School is such a big place and will she get lost? How are the other children going to treat her? Will she be bullied? Is she going to be safe? Will she be targeted and ridiculed? Will teachers understand her needs? Will she try to run away? Will she be supervised at lunchtime? These questions ran over and over in my mind constantly. When it came time to selecting the right school for Amelia, I guess I had the benefit of having a background in primary education and specifically early childhood education. I knew that there were different options out there and you didn't just have to select the school that was closest to you. With Amelia, I knew she would need a lot of support, particularly with her language and communication. She had learned many independent skills she needed for school from early intervention, but would still need a lot of assistance in their classroom. The first option I considered was to enroll Amelia in a special school. It was an option that many parents like myself at AIU were considering and discussing at the time. Most special schools are funded by the government. They provide education to those with significant intellectual impairments and or disabilities. After looking into this option and making several inquiries into special schools in my area, the general consensus was that Amelia would be better suited to mainstream schooling. The main reason is because Amelia was considered a high-functioning ASD child and would not need the support from special schools because she displayed independent life skills. High-functioning ASD children are children who can speak, read, feed themselves and display independent self-skills. Special schools provide the same type of curriculum and structure as mainstream schools, but the class sizes are small and their capacity is limited. 
I also felt Amelia may not get the same social experiences in that type of environment. And for Amelia, inclusion is a very important part of her development. The next option I considered was schools that were primarily created for ASD children. I knew that this would be a difficult option to find because I wasn't really aware of any schools, particularly in Brisbane, that were set up to cater for just ASD children. I had heard of a couple of schools in Sydney and Melbourne, but unfortunately nothing was showing up in Brisbane. After searching and searching, I happily came across a school in Brisbane, the Sycamore School. The Sycamore School is a school just for ASD children. It is a non-for-profit organisation that was created by parents with ASD children who found a need for a school that would accommodate children on the spectrum. Its curriculum is from prep to year 10 and it seemed the perfect solution for Amelia. Because it is a private independent school, there are annual fees required. And unfortunately, NDIS or government funding does not cover schools. So this option was financially an option we couldn't consider. Even though we are unable to send Amelia to the Sycamore School at this time, I am always hopeful that we will be able to send her in the future, particularly as we get closer to high school. The Sycamore School has grown substantially and has opened the door to the possibility of other schools following their example. In my mind, this can only be seen as a positive outcome. To know that such a school as Sycamore School is available and is operating very successfully. We will hopefully see more schools like the Sycamore School open up in all areas around Brisbane. The next option I considered was looking into private schools. Private schools can be a great option when wanting to find a school for your child. But in my experience and when talking to other parents considering private schools, I found that it was worthwhile to research the school that you are interested in. Not all private schools can cater to children on the spectrum. Depending on the type of private school, whether it is a non-denominational or Catholic or Christian private school, I found it in my best interest to speak to the principal and take a tour around the school and ask about their programs dedicated to children with learning needs. I remember asking lots of questions like, do you have a special education unit? Do you have any other children on the spectrum attending the school? If so, do you support their individual needs? Can you access funding from the government to provide a support person? Do you have a safe space or cool room for ASD children in times they may feel overwhelmed or have anxiety and meltdowns? How does the school respond if your child is experiencing a meltdown? I made sure I asked as many questions as possible to get the general feeling of the school and if the school was right for Amelia. I knew there were some great state schools in my area, but I was set to enroll Amelia in an independent private school, which had minimal fees. There were a couple of reasons I had chosen this school. One, because it was the school her big sister was attending. And two, we were happy with the way Bianca was progressing at the school. It had a great reputation and Bianca felt very happy and safe there. But of course, Amelia is a different child with different needs. But despite this, we felt at the time of meeting her teachers and talking to the principal and staff, Amelia would get the support that she needed. But sometimes these things don't work out. As time was getting close to Amelia starting school, there was a big change with the staffing at the school and Amelia's soon-to-be teacher that she had become so familiar with was leaving. 
And as I've mentioned before, these types of changes can be difficult for ASD children to process, especially because we had spent a lot of time familiarizing Amelia with the school and the teacher. Because of these changes, I also found that they were not as prepared to accommodate Amelia's needs as prearranged. At the time, this was very stressful and upsetting and quite frankly, disappointing. School was starting soon and Amelia was still not enrolled anywhere else. We were now back to the drawing board with selecting the right school for Amelia. And as I said before, it takes a long time for Amelia to get used to a new environment. We have to arrange meetings with the teacher, allow her to get used to the classroom and be familiar with the school grounds. And this is always better done before she starts school so that the transition on the first week of school can run as smoothly as possible, which if I'm being honest, very rarely ever does. But I think if we didn't allow her time to readjust to a new environment, it would take longer for Amelia to be eventually comfortable and happy. While I was going through this very stressful time, I remember a close friend of mine who also has a child on the spectrum gave me some great advice. It is okay to change schools or situations at any time in Amelia's life if it's not working out or if it's just not the right place for Amelia. What may be okay one day may not be okay the next. What may work out for one of your children doesn't always work out for the other. And with that in mind, I knew that I could go on and find the right school for Amelia. So the next option was to look at our local schools. And this turned out to be the best option for Amelia. I guess the lesson I learned here that sometimes life is funny in the way that it points you in the right direction. Again, I went through the same process by researching the school I was considering. In my area, I had a couple of local schools I could enroll Amelia in. I'm someone who takes on board word of mouth and the general opinion of others who either have children in the school or know someone with children attending the school. One state school in particular had a great reputation for the type of inclusion programs designed to accommodate children with special needs. After speaking to the principal and the head of the special education department of the school, it was almost as if the universe stepped in and guided me to the right place for Amelia. They were very supportive and understanding of Amelia's needs. And for me, it was very important to know that a school had that level of understanding of ASD children. Another positive aspect of the school was it had overall 80 other children with ASD attending the school. Amelia would also get a support person in the classroom and have an individual learning program designed around her needs. The school had a friendly, safe atmosphere and they were there to support Amelia's transition into her new environment. I find state schools can often be the best option for children with learning needs because they receive funding and even can have types of specialists needed to help your child. But at the same time, after speaking to other parents with children on the spectrum, I found out that it depended on the type of funding the school receives and if they have the right facilities and programs designed to accommodate children on the spectrum. And it also even comes down to the teacher's general understanding of children with ASD. So again, it was always important for me to familiarize myself with the school With any type of school, I found my main apprehensions were centered on whether the school was set up to accommodate Amelia and her ASD. I also needed to feel the school was approachable and was easy to communicate any concerns I have. 
With Amelia, communication with the school was key and it needed to be communication that went both ways. I needed to get that positive feeling from the school to feel comfortable with the school I was sending Amelia to. There needed to be a sense that she was going to be safe. In saying that, no matter what school Amelia was attending, there will always be difficult times, particularly in her learning development and social behaviours. This is always an ongoing journey we face with Amelia, but so far I've been able to work closely with the teachers and the staff at the school to overcome such difficulties. And I found that they are always open to suggestions in trialing new ideas to help Amelia. They are also open to work with Amelia's therapist and take on board new strategies to help Amelia in the classroom. This I found to be the most important part of Amelia's journey at school, to know that I have teachers that support and accommodate Amelia's needs. The last option I knew about and an option that some parents I've known in the past with ASD children have taken is homeschooling. I've always felt if I ever got to the point where I could see Amelia struggling with school in any type of setting or environment, this would potentially be the choice I would make. My only concern with homeschooling is the lack of social interaction she would have with her peers. As part of Amelia's development, she needs to learn to socialise and interact with others. Creating friendships and understanding the importance of friendships is an important part of her journey. Although homeschooling would create a comfortable, safe environment for Amelia, she would struggle with the concept of when it was school time and when it's home time. As part of her ASD, Amelia understands and processes her surroundings and situations through association. Association is a psychology term that means that there is a mental connection between events or concepts or even experiences. School and home time are two different environments. She understands school is where you go to the school and you do schoolwork and home is where you play and rest. During the pandemic when schools were closed and children needed to be homeschooled, Amelia found this process very difficult and it was hard to get her to concentrate or do any schoolwork. I think the maximum amount of focus on school at home was around 20 minute intervals three times a day. Her attention span would only last around 20 minutes. Anything after that, she became restless and very emotional, which usually ended in a meltdown. Homeschooling for me would be the last resort. But in saying that, I've known parents where it has worked out to be the best option for them. Knowing that there are many different options of schools to consider helped me make the right decision for Amelia. As part of the process, I found it was in my best interest and Amelia's best interest to be proactive and open about Amelia as well, to discuss not only her learning needs, but her best qualities. Amelia is quite gifted in reading and spelling out really difficult words. And even though her comprehension is low, she can read and spell at really high levels from the time she turned four. I remember it was almost as if it just clicked in her brain and she just became better and better at it as time went on. Most ASD children I've come across have a passion and skill that they are usually really gifted in. Amelia's other passion is music and musical sounds. She loves to sing while drumming a beat at the same time using any object that is around her. She loves the sounds that particular musical instruments make. She finds it entrancing. 
Her whole body and mind just focuses on the sound. I found that highlighting these strengths can also help teachers understand Amelia better in a positive light. The next part of the podcast, I wanted to talk about the emotional side of school. Thinking back to her first week of prep, it was a tough one. She reacted in the way that I was expecting her to react, with tears and crying and even screaming my name. I was grateful I had the head of the special education department of the school working with me to help this transitional process. I was able to discuss with her teachers of what to expect from Amelia on the first week of school, her reaction and possible meltdown. I also discussed with them things that I would usually do to help Amelia calm down in these situations. Amelia always likes reading books and singing songs. With this in mind, the plan was to help Amelia get through that first week of school by reading her favorite book and singing her favorite songs. Our plan was also to meet her at the classroom before the bell and read a book while I said my goodbyes. Even though I could hear her crying for me, I needed to leave straight away. Once I got to the gate, I would wave one more time and then I would leave. The special education teacher then sat with her until she calmed down and then went into class. I also arranged in the first week of school to have only half days that eventually, as she became more comfortable, went to full days of school. I have been through this process many times before and have become better at dealing with it. The first time was when she started kindergarten. I remember the teacher at the kindergarten said, the best thing you can do in these situations is show that you are happy and smile when you say goodbye. Stay positive and then wait till you get to the car and then you can cry. Because showing them that you are upset makes the situation a negative one. And ASD children really pick up on that negativity. It was difficult not to react and just cuddle her or even try to soothe her as she began to cry. It is upsetting to see your child react in such a way, especially knowing that the reaction is genuine and comes from a place of fear and anxiety. And yes, I would go to my car and break down and cry. It can be a stressful experience for any parent to go through with their child. It took around a month for Amelia to finally feel settled at school. She also had a support teacher with her at lunchtime in the beginning just to make sure she wouldn't wander off or walk out the gate. It was comforting for me to know that the support teacher was there supervising her and supporting her during school times. I felt at ease and I felt that Amelia was safe in her environment. It was also good to see that Amelia was starting to create friendships. And it was really good to see that she was in a type of environment that helped initiate these friendships. This is something I was hoping would happen for her. And as she has moved up in her year levels, she has maintained these friendships. It is also comforting to see that the children in her year level just accept her for who she is. I think this is very important for children to see differences in others and knowing that it's okay to be different. Amelia is now in grade three and at times she does still suffer from anxieties and feels overwhelmed with school. This I knew we would encounter from time to time. She also continues to struggle with her grades and curriculum because of her developmental delays. But the school we are enrolled in designs individual programs to help Amelia with her studies. So far, overall, Amelia has been enjoying her school experience. 
At this time, I feel the best option for Amelia is the school we are currently going to. There have been hurdles to overcome, such as the impact of the pandemic and her ongoing anxieties and learning difficulties. And in reality, Amelia will face this throughout her entire school life. With the help from teachers, support staff and Amelia's therapist, I feel that we can work through these difficult times and face the next milestone of high school. Thank you for listening and sharing this journey with me. Please join me in my next episode as I talk about the positive effects of therapy. See you next time.